Hello, and welcome back to the Extraordinary Women podcast, and this is episode number 88. Well, today I'm going to talk about the dreaded imposter syndrome and some ways that you can push back when you start to hear those internal thoughts of self-doubt. But before we step into the conversation, if you could take a minute and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you use, that would be so fantastic. And you'll then automatically get notice of the podcast each week because we publish every Monday. Ladies, we are committed to this podcast world and have loads of fun and interesting conversations coming up. You are listening to the Extraordinary Women Podcast, a podcast for the woman entrepreneur, where we have candid conversations about the journey of starting a business. You'll get valuable tips and advice as you launch yourself on your own entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, Sherry Harmel, the editor of the Extraordinary Women Magazine Circle. And I embrace my own entrepreneurial journey as a woman of, say, a certain age. And if I can do it, ladies, so can you. I now divide my time between Paris and Boston, which fulfills my desire to create this life reimagined while building a business I love. I am so happy you are here. So let's jump right in. This podcast episode is titled Jeepers Creepers, It's Imposter Syndrome Again. Yes, yes, you've battled it before in your life and you thought that you worked through it. I know I did, but imposter syndrome is sort of like a cold virus. It hangs around while you are feeling good. And just when you're feeling a little bit shaky or starting a new project, or even getting ready to publish that blog post or that Instagram channel, bam, it's there. The definition of imposter syndrome is severe self-doubt. Its symptoms are you questioning your abilities to accomplish whatever it is you're trying to make happen, regardless of your intelligence, your talents, your training, or even your prior successes. Imposter syndrome can come on just like a cold when you're taking a new job, traveling to a new location, moving, filing for divorce, you name it. And, you know, it's just like this shower that comes in and is suddenly there. It's basically that little voice inside of you, actually inside of all of us, that voice that says you can't do whatever it is you want to do. Now, I wonder about this. You know, what is this imposter syndrome all about? And I keep working on it. I've worked on it for, it feels like decades, actually. And you might be able to relate to that. Well, imposter syndrome is, in essence, a virus of fear. Fear of failure, fear of mistakes, fear of shame, fear of embarrassment. All those fears that you can feel when you are changing something in your life, but most often when you're trying to step onto a bigger stage. And starting a business, ladies, is stepping onto a much bigger stage, which is why imposter syndrome will show up 
with every new and bigger step in your business. One of the most prevalent byproducts of imposter syndrome, especially for entrepreneurs, is procrastination. I talk to so many women who are stuck in procrastination. So as you hear these, think to yourself, does any of this sound like you? Uh, It's not the right time to launch this, but I'm not so sure when it will be. So I'll continue to think about it. I'll watch others launching their programs. I'm just not so sure. So I'm going to keep my idea and all my thoughts around that idea in my notebooks. Another might be, I don't know enough yet to bring it out into the world. So I've signed up for another course or another program. Maybe even though I've already signed up for several previous programs and got nothing out of them, I think I need to talk to more people to learn more. Here's another one. I'm just not good enough. I had better rewrite my blog, redo the quiz, redesign the program or product that I want to launch. Now, ladies, I can speak to imposter syndrome because I've done more than a few of the mentioned patterns. And as I said in the very beginning of this podcast, imposter syndrome is like the cold virus. It's never one and done. It's always kind of out there. Now, I'm working hard to grow this podcast and my Extraordinary Women magazine circle. And there are days, honestly, when I am frozen in self-doubt. And that imposter syndrome voice says, Sherry, what are you doing? You should be satisfied. You have no specific talents. You're just a mediocre woman of a certain age. So be satisfied. Yes, so I hear it too. Imposter syndrome is going to show up in your thoughts, whether or not You have the best emotional health toolkit in the world. Remember, it's kind of like the cold. So what can you do when you get that virus? Argue with it. Yep, you heard that correctly. (laughs) Argue with it. Have a conversation with that part of yourself. And it's super fun to do when you're walking. I do this sometimes and I'm usually oblivious to what people around me must be thinking because I'm deep in the conversation. But if you are a little bit sensitive to that, put in some earbobs and pretend you're having a conversation with another person on a phone instead of that voice in your head. So let's go through this. That first statement, it's, you know, not the right time to launch this, but I'm not so sure when, so I'm just going to continue to think about it, journal about it, whatever, whatever. Here's your argument. Really? Isn't it depressing to watch other people launch programs or products while you're doing nothing? Did you know that 60% of adults are creating or thinking of creating a side gig? Your idea might be one of the best ideas in the world. But if it stays in your notebook, it will just kind of disintegrate with time. It will be as though you never had that great idea. So do you see how I'm arguing with myself? Think about all the programs and products that are launched that fail. We rarely ever hear about the failures 
except when we've just gone through, you know, two years of this worldwide epidemic. Now, we've almost forgotten. So I'm going to force you to remember back when they were just starting to try to find a vaccine. Well, they experienced failure after failure. The drug industry, the medical device industry, even the food plant industry, and many others are all based on failing. One failure after another. And with each failure, they get a little bit closer to success. Okay, women entrepreneurs, I want to let you know about a fabulous resource. The Extraordinary Women magazine is only $29.99 a year, and with that minimal investment, you'll receive four issues of the digital magazine, which are just chucked full of inspiring interviews, subscriber highlights, valuable tips, and ideas for you, the entrepreneur, regardless of the stage of your business. But this is a big but. This is more than just a magazine. During the year, you will have opportunities to connect with other like-minded women who are supporting each other and sharing ideas as they go along their business journey, as well as invitations to valuable workshops on topics that you need to plant or bloom or grow that business, as I call it. So go to the extraordinarywomenmagazine.com and subscribe. Join this movement of women from all over the world who are creating and growing businesses. I recently heard, and I don't know if this is true, but this is what I was told, that in Sarah Blakely's family, now if you don't know who Sarah Blakely is, she's the woman who started the Spanx company. And she started that company with $5,000, believe it or not. Well, I recently heard that her father often asked the children at the table, how did you fail today? Now, I don't know if that's true, but I love that question. To fail means you had to try something. So, I guess I'm advocating failure. Now, Sarah did mention in a podcast interview that as entrepreneurs, we have to work on our mindset every single day and how that alone will differentiate you from other entrepreneurs. And that really supports the idea that imposter syndrome doesn't, it's not like you can solve it and make it go away. You have to work on your mindset. You have to work on your positivity or your positive thinking all the time. So, and hearing that whole conversation about failure, my entrepreneurial peeps, we have to embrace failure and even learn to celebrate failure. Now, the next arguable imposter syndrome behavior is that I don't know enough. So I don't know enough yet to bring this out into the world. And you know what? I have to say, this is another one of my own. I have signed up for more programs than I want to count. Each was going to be the answer to creating a profitable business that I wanted. So let's get into the argument, right? The argument against, I don't know enough yet. 
you know all you need to know at this moment to launch something small. If you are thinking of launching a cooking school, start by launching one class making your favorite dinner. If your business is about becoming an influencer for the over 40 woman, start with one YouTube video or one blog. Just start. And in the conversation that you're going to have with yourself as you're on that walk will include questions like, what can I learn from my launch? How valuable will that information be? If it doesn't fly, what's the worst thing that could happen? Could I get information through my launch that I won't get if I continue to sign up for courses and workshops? Now, I'm a part of Ryan Levesque's business coaching program, and my first two quizzes failed miserably. <laughs> they really did. But I learned from each one of those failures, and my third quiz was a winner. The argument you're going to have to have with yourself is that doing nothing teaches you nothing, and that only contributes to more self-doubt. So pushing back, you know, you're going to have that argument, that conversation with your imposter syndrome self is I'm going to do something. I'm going to try it. I'm going to trust. I have whatever it is that I need to have to launch whatever it is I want to launch right now. And in that process, I'm going to learn a ton. Now, last is that statement, I'm not good enough. And again, I'm speaking from experience, ladies. But what happens if you flip that question to a statement like, I'm good enough now to launch, but I'm also going to get better with each try? So if you change that perspective of I'm not good enough, you'll see that beautiful desire inside of you that always wants to improve. Because by trying something and saying, you know, maybe I'm not the best I could possibly be right at this moment, but I'm going to try this because that's how I'm going to get better. And that's a whole different way, kind of a, a flip, if we want to call it that, of how we look at that statement, I'm not good enough. So instead of saying I'm not a good enough writer to write a winning blog, how about you say something to yourself that maybe sounds more like, I'm going to give it a try and I am going to learn by doing. When I started this podcast, I'm now on episode, I think I'm recording 88, but I'm probably somewhere around 90, somewhere in there. Honestly, I had no idea what I was doing. Absolutely no idea. I recorded everything on Zoom. I tried to write. Um, those first episodes are quite rough. Actually, I started out as a blog and then went to a podcast and actually posted a number of the um, podcasts over on YouTube. So it was all a learning experience. The sound was horrible and the writing was probably worse, but I learned and I'm still learning. Experience is the best teacher. Now, sometimes. We only judge successful people 
by their current successful products. I do this all the time. I'll look at people, just think about Brene Brown. You don't know what went on in Brene Brown's career at the beginning. A number of different people, and all you have to do is pick them out, whether it's on Instagram or it's a writer or it's somebody who created a product, an amazing product or wrote an amazing book. You know, I have to remind myself, as do you all the time, that when you look at people who have created businesses that you admire, they had to start someplace. And they had to start someplace and probably were not very successful wherever it was that they started. Did you know that Stephen King started submitting book ideas to editors at age 14? I just heard that this weekend. Diana Nyad successfully swam from Cuba to Florida without a shark cage at age 64, but it was after five tries. Vera Wang, you know, the amazing wedding dress designer. Now she's into a whole lifestyle brand. She failed at several careers before she, she really hit upon her first success, which was the wedding dress designing business. The list goes on. Ariana Huffington, J.K. Rowling, Elizabeth Arden, Maya Angelou, even Abraham Lincoln all had failure after failure before they became the household names we know them as today. So ladies, why not? As I want to say, accept that imposter syndrome will show up in your life. Like the common cold, it will show up at various times. Avoiding it isn't the goal. It's like thinking you're never going to get the common cold again, right? When it arrives, when imposter syndrome arrives, create a dialogue with it, argue with it, and then move forward. I'm going to leave you today with a quote about failure that I think perfectly fits our conversation today. It's a quote by Jack Canfield, and he said, don't worry about failures. Worry about the chances you miss when you don't even try. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to take a minute to rate our podcast on Apple Podcast and share the Extraordinary Women podcast with those friends of yours that you think might enjoy and benefit from our conversations. We have got lots of super interesting conversations and interviews coming up. And if you subscribe to this podcast, you'll get noticed when each new podcast is released. We're all so busy, so it's a really great reminder. Also, join the Extraordinary Women magazine community. Let's support each other to be our best. Have a super week, and I can't wait until our next conversation.